Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Greetings ladies and gentlemen and welcome to our weekly market update. I am Bhaskar Lakshmi Narayan, CIO for Asia at Bank Julius Baer. I'm joined by Mark Matthews, who is at Head of Research at Bank Julius Baer. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Bhaskar. We're going to go through a few things today, but the first thing that we want to start off with is we had recently a secular outlook. This is what we do every year, where we do not worry about the current state of markets, but really look at what we think the trends are, the longer-term trends are. And Mark, what was your takeaways from the secular outlook that we had last week? Honest answer is a thorough confusion on my part, because over the last 12 months, the world has changed like never before, certainly in my career, and therefore I presume the careers of most other people. We had COVID and the unprecedented stimulus that many countries did to overcome the mobility restrictions that were accompanied by COVID. We had the war in Ukraine, which of course is ongoing. And what's also ongoing is the deterioration of relations between China and the West. And I think coming out of the party congress two weeks ago, it's pretty clear that's not going to change. And uh, then more recently, just uh, in the last 12 months, we've had the fastest monetary policy tightening, fastest rate hike cycle since the early 1980s from the Federal Reserve. And what's also arguably the most coordinated rate hike cycle for central banks around the world globally ever. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff, Bhaskar. There's the zero COVID policy in China. So there's so much to chew on. And I just feel that what we're taught in school to learn on the job uh, as research analysts and wealth managers isn't really enough to equip us to understand all this. So I must say that I just feel slightly overwhelmed by all the information. But Bhaskar, could you try to distill what you think our 12-month outlook is? Thank you, Mark. And I do agree there's a lot to, a lot of information. There's a lot of changes. It's been an extreme year. I think it's almost safe to say that 2022 will be an historical year when we look back and think about it or read about it later. And chances are we're not going to live through another 22 in that sense. It's like you rightly said, we're not going to see 15 hard rate rate hikes or cuts for that matter in a single year. I don't think we're going to see a war added to that situation. It's not that we go from uh, almost a zero inflation scenario to a reasonably uh, high inflation scenario within a period of just one year. So I think the delta changes in 22 have been quite significant. Very. But at the same time, it's remarkable, Mark. I know you said that it's, it's concerning to you. But let me also possibly give you what I took away a little bit in terms of the positives from the, from the same meetings, was that we still have full employment. We do. We are having wage growth, right? This sort of takes away a little bit of the edge from this high inflation that we're going through. Companies are growing profits. They stay profitable and they are growing profits. In fact, in the third quarter results, I think the beat rate so far is about 72, 73%, which is really quite shocking given how pessimistic people were going into the earnings. Absolutely. We are going to end 22 with a positive earnings growth for the S&P. 
chances are we're going to have a positive earnings growth for 23 as well. Yeah, even if it's single digit, can still be positive. Second thing to this would be that chances are as we roll over into 23, the inflation number, as we all know, is a year-on-year number. So the base effect will start to kick in, and therefore it's going to look a lot more moderate. Chances are central banks, like you said, which have been you know unprecedented in the way they've increased rates this year or have had actions this year, will possibly decelerate that going down going into 23. So chances are you're going to have lower uh, intervention from central banks or lower rate hikes in 23. You're going to have lower inflation. You continue to have profitability. You continue to have full employment. Chances are you continue to have a bit of wage growth as well. This is a very risk-on environment. You want risk assets in your portfolio. I know price action this year has been quite debilitating for people. You know, people don't like to see negative numbers in their portfolios, but it's a year of adjustment, like I said. And given the fact that we've had this adjustment in prices, now is not the time to be taking money off the table. In fact, I think a lot of people are sitting on a humongous amount of cash on the sidelines waiting for an opportunity. And the opportunity is now. We do believe that going between now and going into 23, one should actually have more risk assets in their portfolio. And equity would be our prime choice. And U.S. equities uh, is still the bank's primary choice of uh, owning equities. Yes, that's right. And just to add on to what you said, Bhaskar, I'd quote uh, Bob Dylan, who he had a song, I think it was something like, you don't have to be a weatherman to know which way the wind is blowing. We had the Reserve Bank of Australia a month ago as the first of the major central banks to sound caution. And then the Bank of Canada last week, and probably the Bank of England on Thursday. Of course, the really big and important one is the Federal Reserve. And there are three important officials in the Federal Reserve, the chairwoman, I should say the vice chairwoman, excuse me, Lael Brainerd, the uh, San Francisco Fed President, Mary Daly, and the uh, Chicago Fed President, uh, Charles Evans, who have all recently sounded caution about the pace of rate hikes going forward. And to your point, markets are already down. Well, at least the S&P is down over 20% this year. Uh, So are treasuries. They're down almost 20%. So it's really been an unprecedented year where uh, so much of this bad news has already been factored in. And it looks like the uh, bad news is is ebbing away from here. Yes, Mark. When you start quoting uh, Bob Dylan, it's very difficult to top that. (laughs) So I'm going to say that maybe we should leave this message with our clients that, you know, yes, the times are changing. And we do think that better times are ahead in, in 23. And we would request and say this to our clients that this is a time to be a little bit more brave than otherwise and have conviction in, in what's happening in the, in, the, in the real world in the sense economic activity continues to be in the, in the right path. And having a little bit more of risk assets is the right way from a portfolio construction view. With that, ladies and gentlemen, Mark and I would like to thank you all for listening to us. And we'll be back with you in a week's time. Thank you. Get ready for the day ahead. Moving Markets is a daily market news briefing from Julius Baer's leading experts. You'll hear all about the latest ups and downs across asset classes, the underlying drivers, and our thoughts on where markets are heading. Search for Moving Markets on your favourite podcast player.
You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further important legal information.